Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the 8 Past 10 podcast, your weekly dose of watch talk. Your hosts today are Christian Hagen and Nick Meyer. Welcome to the 8 Past 10 podcast, episode 17 already. And wow. uh, it's getting darker and darker here in Copenhagen. It's, yeah. uh, it's about 3 o'clock when we're recording and it feels like, it feels like evening actually. So dark. But Christmas is coming, so we're in a good mood. Welcome, Stacy. Welcome, Verla. <laughs> Everybody's in the show. And um, last week you were in Dubai, Christian. Dubai, what week? Fourth, fourth edition. Yeah. And it's quite something, right? It's growing. It's impressive. It's super impressive. Um, I don't know if it's growing, but it was the first time that Rolex attended and Chopin. And Rolex had this big, beautiful booth. Uh, and it was, it was more... Open. It was more light. It was definitely made to impress. Not only press, but also the guests. Mind you, you don't have to have a ticket. You can just, you can just, walk, just in. walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the people, it's it's the the fourth edition of the Dubai Watch Week, and and with growing, I mean, it's gr- not growing in size. Probably, I wasn't there, but growing in reputation. If I follow from a distance on social media, on on the, the press releases, I see that brands are taking it more serious. It's having it's having more. It's becoming more of an alternative for the let's say regular watch fairs, right? Absolutely. I mean, the CEO of Baselworld was there. He was sitting in one of the panels. And this is what Baselworld, sorry, uh, Dubai Watch Week is all about. It's about panel talks, seminars. Christie's is there as well. They even have, uh, you know, kids can attend a class how to uh, bid at auctions. Oh, really? I mean, they're they're different. This is arranged by the... How to spend it. (laughs) Yeah, how to spend it. (laughs) This is arranged by the very powerful Siddiqui family. Uh, you know, they have a lot, a plethora of beautiful watch brands that they offer. And um, they, I actually, I, I uh, approached the, the senior of the Siddiqui family and yeah. said, yeah. so how is the, well, I can't say it's SHH any longer. I have to say watches and wonders, right? Yeah. How are they doing with you? And he goes, well, they're a little upset. I go like, of course they are, because you're doing a fantastic job in communicating and emphasizing the love and fascination and passion within horology. It's not so much, even though we have to touch this as well, it's not so much about novelties. It's, and we talked about that in a very early episode, it's about celebrating craftsmanship, horology. And of course, there's also sales. So it's not B2B per se, it's also B2C. I know that Grogel Fossey, one day they sold three pieces. Of course, it's commercial. But that's if, if the right setting and the right experience and the right vibes are there, mm. then you start selling, I guess. Yeah. Another privilege is everybody at the same level. There's no 
behind the doors and you have to have an appointment. Of course, you have to have an appointment. But you approach CEOs and members of the brands at a very different way. You know, I received WhatsApp. I go, hey, Christian, can you come just have a look at a watch that we have? We're going to launch it next year. Maybe you should just have, let me know what you think about it. Uh, I even talked to uh, the CEO of Rolex. I mean, you, you never talk to him. No. He's on a literally whole different level during Basel World, and you don't book an interview with him. But but, but I, I, I just happened to bump into him, right? Yeah. So we talked about, you know, there was a poster of uh, generations of Rolex Submariners. And I noticed there was the uh, 1973 Rolex Submariner that had a saw on it. Um, not a chainsaw, but, you know, the whole vessel could turn really fast. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and that was on the poster. So I approached Mr. Dufour and said, Mr. Dufour, does, since this is an official Rolex poster, does that mean that... Rolex owns that particular vintage James Bond watch. He goes, yeah, we bought it at the auction a couple of years ago. Then, of course, I thought, you know, now we're, as a great atmosphere here. Now right? we're buddies. Let's we're buddies. talk. <laughs> uh, so I asked him, but Mr. Dufour, does that mean that Rolex also owns the Paul Newman, Paul Newman? He goes like, no, no, too expensive. That was one bridge too far. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he <laughs> confirmed it. Nobody have ever told me that Rolex actually owns that piece. But I was booked today to do a speak uh, actually at a Rolex retailer and, and I told them the story and she, she said, oh, we don't know that one, but there's a large room with a lot of Vincent Rolexes at the Rolex manufacturer. It's, it's not open for anybody, but I guess a few retailers have had the privilege to enter that special room. And that is where all the secrets will be, probably. We just popped that. But Rolex owns the, what was it called? Live and Let Die? Yes. With, the, uh, with, the Lazenby, with George Lazenby. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Sorry, oh, no, no. sorry. That's the other one. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Roger Moore wears that Rolex with the sore in the bezel. But uh, now Rolex owns it. Cool. But Secret is out. Is is this Dubai Watch Week? Is this what we used to call many times before? Also, when we are anal- an, um, doing analysis on 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 um, Basel World, how they should change, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is this how you do a watch fair in the twenty first century? I hope so. Well, of course, the weather is good. Well, actually, the two first days was pouring. It was rainy, right? Crazy. People yeah. were falling over. Because they have these super slippery tiles. And yeah. they're not used to rain. And uh, they don't have sewage. So, <laughs> you know, they had to remove it manually. <clears throat> it's a privilege that you do not have to walk inside 100,000 square meters uh, of no-window buildings like Basel World is. Yeah. Basically, you spend seven days walking around in the slipstream of 160,000 people's other farts. At Basel World, and it, it kind of tears you down. So being able to go outside is really nice. Being able to talk to people at a, you know, very pretty much eye level. Yeah. Meeting during the day, meeting at night, staying at the same hotel. You know, I had, um, I had you know spontaneous breakfasts with uh, watch CEOs. Uh, spending an hour and a half just talking, chatting, and of course it was an interview, but it was just. It was not as stuck up as I think that Watches and Wonders, formerly known as SIJ8 and Basel World, they tend to be. 
I think it's a big signal that uh, Michel Loris Melikov was attending Dubai Watch Week, was participating in in a forum there. Yeah. Uh, that's is that says is something about his his open mind and yeah. how he would like to learn and improve, etc. But it also says something about the reputation Dubai Watch Week has yeah. achieved in in four editions. Um, I actually uh, met with Michel, mm-hmm. and um, and I didn't even have to asking him anything. You know, I was like, "So how are you doing?" The first thing he told me was like, "Enough about the blaming," and the blaming now we have to work make this work make Basel world great again no more blaming and i think that's the problem they spend so much time in blaming yeah but that was his fault that was her fault and it was that group's fault and it was everybody's fault no it was Basel world's fault let's put it it together and let's celebrate horology and that also is celebrate yeah we have to celebrate it and there's a lot to celebrate speaking of which um, from a distance, I was struck by seeing the new Armin Strom, the mm. Gravity Equal Force. Um, nice piece, man. I love that brand to be to start with already for years. We we met them. We went yeah. to the factory in uh, Bilbien. Yeah, it's it's so much energy there. Young people in the thirties, not even forties, all wearing these white sneakers, coming <laughs> up with all kinds of beautiful. Complications yeah. and looking at the equal force, I, I put it in an, in an Instagram post. I think to me it almost felt like a Grable Forsay light. Huh. I was once uh, Stephen Forsay told me the essence of watchmaking to him is basically how you are able to manage energy, to control energy. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. And with having this this focus on 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 constant force on equal force on how to run the barrels in a beautiful way that that uh, um, Armin Strom does for me it's it's spot on it's my it's my favorite almost this year it's funny you say that with the sneakers that was how we were met yeah sure when we, when we well when I visited him the first time you, you've been there a couple of times before me and uh, it was jeans and, and you know white sneakers it, it was so refreshing but so was uh, so was Dubai Watch Week People were not in suit and ties. It was super relaxed. I met uh, Ben also for Nokin. He was actually holidaying with uh, with yeah, Flo and, I heard. and, uh, yeah, and their yeah. son. And he just came in and, and said hi. You know, it, it, it's it's super relaxed. But the passion is present at any second there. Celebrated at night. Of course, during the other fairs, you have to go far. To get to a restaurant, to maybe to a dinner that you you don't really want to attend. Here you just pick and choose. I can go to different cocktail parties if I want to. I can sit down in a restaurant and have a burger at the Salt or anywhere else. It's very concentrated. It feels like a holiday. So it feels like having no obligations, although, of course, it's work. And uh-huh. at the end of the day, yeah. everybody is there for a reason. Fair enough. But let me tell you something. Once in a while, I get a little sick and tired of what we do. Too many watches. Too much marketing bullshit. But I have to admit that this Dubai Watch Week brought back my horological mojo. I was so thrilled. I even started writing again. I noticed I got... I know, I don't know how much emails and slacks and uh, <laughs> whatsapps I got yeah. from you, but... Was I was like, like really uh, on, a, on a high. I could feel the energy. Yeah. But let's go back 
to to the watches apart from the Armstrong. That's my favorite. What what what's on your mind? What 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 did you notice there? What was new and worth noting here? Well, so, um, there's like three really cool pieces that I can't talk about because they embargoed. Yeah. Make. What I noticed and what I really like. First of all, I love the seminars. I love the people who chair them. Uh, the guys who are and the girls who are invited to partake. I love the honesty, the transparency. I really like the way the Siddiqui family are involved. They are really involved in this. We have Hint. She's in, in charge of marketing. She's actually arranging all this. Uh, you have Mohammed, who actually introduced himself as the curator of waiting lists. And they're very open about this. And the energy in the rooms when people talk and suck up the knowledge, is really that nice. Also, Patek is not there. Rolex was there, sure, but they were just showing vintage pieces, not new pieces. And then they were showing about Submariners, but not selling Submariners. With the waiting lists that we have, independent watch brands are really promoted. And there were so many indie brands during Dubai Watch Week. I like that. We used to have the palace in Baselworld that closed down. So to me, you know, I, I really have to make an effort during Baselworld to visit the independent brands. But Dubai Watch Week, that's the first you meet. HYT, Moser, Gräubel Forse, you know, Tutima was there. So I, I'm not, I don't know if it's, you know, we should call it an independent brand, but it's, it's, it's a smaller German brand, right? Of course, Breitling was there, IWC was there, but Riesmong brands were not really there. The only Riesmong brand that I noticed was IWC. So I would say from the rumor, you know, Armin Strom was there. Um, uh, I saw. Sapek. Um, Sapek was there. Sapek was yeah, there yeah, with yeah. a beautiful watch. Um, yeah. I saw Moritz Grossman was yeah. there. Laurent Ferrier. Laurent Ferrier. Yeah. I finally saw his sports watch. Yeah. It's as cool as I imagined it would be of course sold out and many of the pieces that I know will be introduced next week two of the independent brands will actually introduce one on December 3rd and the other one on December 5th simply amazing pieces sold out <laughs> before they go to market and I think that's the power that independent brands have they have such a closely knitted a relationship with their collectors. I think I call them go like, we're coming up with this and go like, I want it. I want it. You noticed what happened. Uh, it's not yesterday because when we aired then it's last week on Christie's in Hong Kong. Oh yeah, the F. Bichon. F. Bichon. They were there as well. F. Bichon himself came. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's it's of course F. Pechon is a is is a different league when it comes to independence. But it's they are seriously challenging mm. uh, and becoming a new alternative if you want to get out of the waiting list. Yeah, and uh, with that said, mentioning F. Pechon, this is episode seventeen. I'm just already promising now on episode eighteen. I will tell you something about F. Pechon that you would like to know. Ooh. Now that's making you curious, Mr. That's Ligmaier. making me cur curious and, and, and the brand. listeners as well. Mm. Um, we have to make a uh, move to a roundup of this uh, episode. Oh, that was fast. Let's 
How many minutes, Stacy? Oh. Ah, oh, that's a novelty, a new screen. Producer Stacy ah. just told me something new. No, but let's, if we have to, to make some assumptions, if what, what should Watches and Wonders and Basel World, the fairs as we know, mm. uh, take from Dubai as a takeaway to, to involve? Of course, they cannot copy. Of course, the sunshine and the beauty and the... It's 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 different. It's not that hundred year old trade fair. But what could they learn? What do you think, Loris Melikov will have learned after a week in Dubai? Um, I don't know, but I will quote uh, Jean Claude Biver, who was also doing a panel. So you can always get good quotes from Mr. Biver. He's a sure. funny guy. Yeah. He just said, um, "The only way to make watches and wonders." formerly known as SIH, and Basel will great again, is to move them to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he would say to move them to my boat in the Lake of Geneva. But <laughs> no, 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 but when you look at, uh, you know, Michel from uh, Basel World, even he says Basel is too small. Remember he said that during an interview? Basel is too small to, to you know, host a big event like Basel World. Maybe it should be in a different Swiss city. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it should be Zurich. Maybe it should call be Zurich time. I don't know. Anyway, we have to round this up. You're right. How do we round this up? Uh, fourth edition, Dubai Watch Week. It was incredible. Next year is, in 2020, will be the 70th anniversary of Siddiqui. I guess they're going to celebrate, but that's also Expo 2020 of Dubai. Yeah, Dubai is celebrating a lot uh, next yeah. year. Yeah. So uh, the next Dubai watch week will be 2021. Let's make sure we do an episode out of Dubai next year. Maybe that's a good, uh, it's not a promise, but it's a good aim. What, next year, 2020? 2020. No, 2021, because that's going to be the next Dubai watch week. Okay, but maybe have we have to celebrate something next year there as well. Uh, yeah, why not? Hey, anyway, we're also nice. celebrating. I don't know if we have it already today, but otherwise next week a new, new jingle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. But work. I think Stacy's working on it now, so that's uh, it's uh, well, it will also be a surprise. I don't think it's this episode, but it's the next episode. Can I pour some juice into my own orange? Yes, I'm going back to Dubai in January. You know why? No. I watch a fo uh, I won a photo competition. Congratulations. During Dubai Watch Week, I didn't even know I was nominated, but I won. So I'm going back, taking my girlfriend, and we're going to stay at the Bulgari Hotel uh, in Dubai. That was the award. It's going to be super nice. Lucky you. Lucky I you. Know. And well-deserved. And uh, maybe, Stacey, we can, uh, we can post the winning picture uh, when we air this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Christian. Thank right. you, dear listeners. Uh, mm -hmm. This was episode 17. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.